Welcome back, listeners. Last episode, I discussed the empires of Mesopotamia and Greece on the other side of the world in the Americas was the first major civilization known as the Corral Civilization or the Norte Chico of Peru. But not long after in North and South America, there actually emerged numerous distinctly different groups that would soon migrate into the Caribbean. A particular group I'm going to focus on are the Taino or the Taino, depending on how you would like to pronounce it, who were part of a larger group known as the Arawaks. They were actually the first inhabitants of the Bahamas over 2,000 years ago. They traveled in dugout canoes from the Amazon basin and parts of Venezuela to the archipelago of over 700 islands that actually makes up the Bahamas. The Taino or Taino spoke a language known as Arawakan, and they inhabited the islands of the Bahamas, but they soon spread across the Caribbean and began to form new groups, each distinctly different from the other. They were intermediate in skin color, somewhere between an African and a European, with straight black hair and sleek-toned bodies. They were of moderate height, and many walked around freely without clothing, or covered themselves using loincloths made of leaves or cotton. They actually painted their bodies and wore piercings in their ears and noses made of gold and sometimes even bone. The Taino had no written language, but they did use petroglyphs, which are images that have been carved into rock. Some of their words have been adapted into English and Spanish and are still used today. Hamaca means hammock. Canoa, canoe. Tobacco, tobacco. Yucca, sweet potato. Hurricane, hurricane. Barbacoa, barbecue. Their society was split into four groups. Villages were ruled by a cacique if they were a man and a cacica if they were female. The role of cacique or cacica was hereditary, passing down from father to son or daughter. From historical accounts, we know that caciques were polygamists, but I couldn't confirm whether this was practiced by the cacica as well. Next in order of importance based on their social status are the Nitenos, who were considered nobility, usually responsible for delegating work and ensuring orders given by the cacique or cacica or followed through by the rest of the tribe. The Naborias were commoners or lower class, and last would be the Bohiks, the spiritual leaders of the villages, and it isn't known whether women were allowed to hold this role within their communities. The cacique or cacica lived in a rectangular hut called a cany, and the commoners lived in bohios, which were circular huts built using logs and topped with a cone-shaped roof made of palms. Each bohio could comfortably hold between 15 to 30 families and were built around the village square called a plaza, where special ceremonies or games were held. The village chieftain had a throne carved out of stone or wood called a duho. This throne sometimes depicted a man on all fours and sometimes animals like birds or sea turtles. At religious ceremonies to commune with a pantheon of deities and spirits their people worshipped called zemis, they inhaled tobacco through a Y-shaped pipe 
or snuffed an hallucinogenic powder made from ground seeds that they called cohobo, which is where the word cohiba comes from. They also practiced purging by placing a stick down their throats to induce vomiting at these ceremonies. Like the ancient Greeks or Egyptians who worshipped a plethora of gods, they believed that the Zemis were responsible for everything from a plentiful harvest to bad weather and were revered and respected. With no larger domesticated mammals on the islands of the Bahamas, they mainly fished as seafood was an important staple in their diet, and sometimes they caught small rodents, sea turtles, and lizards. They farmed a variety of vegetables like cassava, yams, corn, peppers, and ate fruits like mango and guavas that grew in abundance on the islands of the Bahamas. Tainos invented the hammock, which they wove from plant fibers that they made rope from. Their canoes were massive, and some could hold up to 200 people. The Tainos also invented the method of cooking known as barbecuing, which itself was made by digging a hole in the ground, filling it with embers, then a grill made of green wood that took longer to burn was placed over it before placing food on top to be cooked by the open flame. Recreationally, they played a game called Batty in their plazas, the game consisted of two teams with 10 to 30 participants, each made up of men or women. Using a solid rubber ball, each side would attempt to advance the ball past goal lines of the opposing team without using their heads, hands, or feet. Some scholars have even suggested that the game may have been used to settle civil disputes between tribes. The Taino were traditionally a peaceful people who lived lives of leisure but separated by tribes, each led by their own leader. Sometimes tribes would come into conflict with each other and would fight using weapons like wooden spears and clubs, bows and poison-tipped arrows. The Tainos had large settlements in Puerto Rico, Hispaniola, Jamaica, and the Bahamas, which contained some of the smallest settlements. For now, we'll stop here as there's far more to the story of the Taino people and their culture's place in history. But in order to accurately piece together the historical timeline I set out for us to follow, we need to continue the timeline of the great empires of the East, West, and their eventual voyages that would lead to the discovery of millions of people living in the Americas and the Caribbean. For thousands of years, the ancient cultures of South America and the Caribbean persisted while the rest of the so-called civilized world lived in blissful ignorance of their existence. A number of various groups like the Tainos soon emerged scattered across the Americas like the Aztecs, Mayans, and Incas, who were experts at construction, building enormous pyramids on par with those found in Egypt and they managed their populations with sophisticated hierarchical systems of governance on par with those of Mesopotamia and Greece. They also practiced astronomy, built observatories, and used an advanced form of mathematics that allowed them to track objects in the night sky with superior accuracy. The discovery of the indigenous tribes and civilizations of the Americas and the Caribbean in the so-called New World would have stunning and devastating implications not just for those in the region, but for those across the globe. Tune in next episode for the season finale where we will finally piece together what we've learned so far about the major civilizations of the world and we'll dive into how the largest of them eventually fell, leading to smaller, more independently ran kingdoms. 
I'll explain what role the Taino played in shaping human history and how their story relates to one of the largest exploitations of indigenous cultures in recorded history. This has been Bahamian Stories. I'm your host, Stephen Fountain. Thanks for listening. Thank <laughs> you.